Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons. The three of you are in this warehouse. Floating above you is, well, not directly above you because that's messy, uh, but uh, maybe about like 30 feet off the side and then up in the air is X319 who is uh, devouring Alizontalus Everwinter. And up on the scaffolding, uh, a Baylor has come out of this portal and asked where uh, the its master is, its summoner is. Uh, Hannibal, you let it know that they're not around, but the demon doesn't seem too bothered by this. He seems actually kind of excited that he doesn't have to follow orders. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. Uh, it is currently speaking in an ungodly, quite literally, language to uh hannibal who responded back in the same language uh though you could tell that the the demon uses the language more fluently uh you feel like uh uh hannibal is doesn't use the language as often so he's kind of like certain words he stutters on but he seems to to be conversing with this thing all right well i don't want to mess up the uh the conversation that's going on there so i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to move away from it you, uh, am I close enough that I can reach Longinus? Uh, yeah, you're, uh, 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 I, you know, he was put into a shipping container nearby. You saw where he put it, so it's probably about, like, you know, 15 feet away from you. Okay, so I'm going to go over to Longinus, and I have some rope. I'm going to tie up his feet. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. Uh, you tie up his feet, go ahead and make a uh, uh, sleight of hand check. I don't feel like I make you use yes. that often enough. <laughs> and I'm double proficient in it. Uh, 22. All the more reason I should be making you use it more. Uh, really? <laughs> you tie up his legs uh, good and tight. Oh. And then I have a scrap of cloth. Could I use that to bind his his like mouth, like gag him sh- his mouth shut? <laughs> uh, yeah, you sure can. Uh, it seems like he might be waking up. I... I he has an abysmal constitution uh, save, but I uh, got a 19 on the dice. Uh, you gag his mouth, and it seems like he's just now waking up and is, you know, not 100% with it. I think that's all I can do. So uh, I'll, I'll sit tight for 
and you wait in the <laughs> shipping container to not come out and have to deal with what's going on out there. Uh, Thelonious, uh, you see Hannibal talking with the demon. You know what it is. I imagine you kind of partially whispered to your allies what the hell this thing was and what you're up against. And you see Alice go into the shipping container where uh, uh, Longinus Payne is. I'm not going to just waste a turn, I don't think. You can go defensive well, action if you want to be careful. If you want to try to see what's going on with Longinus, you can. If you want to try to figure out something else that might delay things or hide, it's up to you. Yeah, I guess maybe find some shelter that can still give me an offensive advantage, but can protect me. And then, yeah, possibly go in a defensive position as well. Sure, you go to another shipping container and duck around the corner and take a defensive stance. You can jump out around, fire, and then jump back into cover this way. Cool. Um, then, then I'm good. Hannibal, it's your turn. This thing sort of seems happy about the fact that it doesn't have uh, someone ordering it around. What would you like to say or do? So, uh... You normally have a master you have to follow? It's how such things work, you see. When we're brought into the material plane, it is at the wishes of those who've sold their souls to us. And in this case, I have a bit of a new leader to look, to look for. A new master has taken up the mantle in the infinite layers of the abyss. Oh yeah, what's uh, who's that? In one of the circles known as Pax Moradon, Murdoch Obsidian is his name. How do you feel about him? Anything that'll bring me into this world and let me tear it to pieces—that's all that matters. Uh, who's your old master? Uh, I cannot even remember. Mortals come and go, but I am eternal. Right, right. So, so Pox Mordon is ruled by Murdoch? He has made a pact with Azadon, the demon prince of Pox Mordon, and my master. Who would you rather take orders from? From, from Azadon or from Murdoch? Azadon is immensely powerful. Someday I will gain that power. Someday I will have devoured as many as he has. But until that day comes, somebody like Murdoch Obsidian is just a bump in the road. So what's to stop you from taking out Murdoch Obsidian? I, we're going to pause you there uh, because that has delayed him a turn. Okay. It's been three turns. Alice, it's your turn. Their conversation is continuing. Okay. Um, well, since it seems like uh, Longinus is coming to you, I'm going to try to subdue him again. You want to just like kind of clobber him in the head? Yeah, let's just clonk him on the back of the head. I'm not even going to make you have to roll for that or anything. He's currently bound up and has like one HP. He wakes up and he goes, thump. And then he passes back out. Um, can I see, uh, like Hannibal and the, the Baylor having a conversation? You, from where I am? 
They, the, okay. it is on, it is just spine chilling the voice of this horrible thing and the language it utters. But Hannibal is talking with it. It seems like it's maybe not a, a pleasant conversation, but regardless, it seems like the Baylor is entertained so far. Mm, I couldn't, I can't reach it with True Strike, and it would probably, if I cast True Strike, strike on it, it would know. If anything in the infinite layers of the abyss is going to know that you cast a spell on it, it's a Baylor. Uh, with uh, uh, your pal Thelonious' natural 20, I can let you know that uh, they're accomplished magic users, and uh, it also has magic resistance. You feel like uh, you could probably cast a spell like that, though it would notice. <clears throat> okay, so we won't do that. Uh Can I, I want to make a general perception check to see, kind of scout the area and see where good hiding places might be. Sure. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, 24. With a 24, this place is loading, loaded with shipping containers, and you think that that is going to be your best bet for hiding places. Uh, they're, you know, pretty uh, tough. They're, you know, metal. They, you know... They're all over the place. Yeah, you think that that's definitely your best bet. All right, I think that's, uh, I'm going to call it good there. Sure thing. Thelonious, it's your turn. You're in a defensive stance. It seems like uh, Hannibal is delaying uh, the Baylor's assault. Uh, can I check up on uh, Annaville? You sure can. Perception check. That is a 18. With 18, you look up and, oh, God, that's gross. Uh, uh, he's like a third of the way through. He started at the top. Oh, God, blood everywhere. It is just disgusting. Yeah, I, re I immediately regret deciding to do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it for me. I'm going to let them continue chit-chatting. Absolutely. Uh, last you asked uh, Hannibal was, uh, why don't you take out Murdoch? Correct, yeah. Uh, the one known as Murdoch has ties to the material world. Humans like that are wonderful to have in league with your demon prince. It means that they for the small price of their soul, are willing to do anything to bring us into the world. And it's what we want as well. If you'd like to continue talking to it, make me a persuasion check. It is a... 14. With a 14, it still continues to talk. You think that it's... Uh, from its tone is maybe getting a little more bored. You think it'll be more difficult to convince this thing to keep talking as time goes by. But for now, you have another turn. What would you like to say to it? All right. So what would it take for you to, uh, you know, overtake um, Azadon? Like what you said you had to devour. Do you have to devour other demons? How does that work for you? Yes. In Pax Moradon, Azadon has claimed it as his realm. So in order to gain power, you need to devour others. He is the demon prince of cannibalism. And so every chance I get, I devour 
demons. And he smiles and drool kind of dribbles down his chin. So, you know, it's called the infinite layers of the abyss. What's to stop you from creating your own Pox Moradon? Demon princes are tenacious. They are not easy to take down. And so you need to play the games that they have set out. But if another dimension appeared and I found it before anyone else, perhaps I too could have an easy road to becoming a demon prince. Would uh, so so you hadn't you haven't spent any of your time looking for your own dimension? They appear, they vanish, they are infinite, and so such things seem like they would be as common as blades of grass in your world. But as they appear, they become inhabited. They splinter off from other dimensions. It's not so easy as claiming it as your own. Hmm. Uh, so back to Murdoch here. So you said Murdoch is still has a foot in the mortal side of things, but he's also hanging out in Pox Moradon. How is that possible for someone like him? Uh, because of the deals he's made with Azadon for the price of his soul, he is able to go into Pax Moradon and complete his wishes, his goal, his plan. It's a big one. And he smiles real big. What did he say the plan was? And that's where we're going to pause. It's been, uh, what is that now? Uh, uh, turn four. Turn yep. four. I think I was four. Four. We're on turn five. Ah, yes, yes. yes. So going on to turn five. Uh, Alice, it is your turn. Well, I think while Hannibal has this uh, this thing distracted, I don't want to. I don't want to play with that because the the longer we can hold off, I think the better off we'll be. Um, so uh, Longinus doesn't look like he's moving anymore at this point. No. Uh, well, hold on. He he would have had a uh, uh, constitution save. He he knocked out. Okay. Um. Then I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold tight and just take a defensive stance. Sure. So you are in the container with Longinus, and you take a defensive stance, getting ready for the worst. Uh, Thelonious. Uh, what have you got going on? Well, I'm definitely not rolling perception again on Annabelle. So I will continue my defensive stance as well. Hannibal, make me a persuasion check. That is a... That's an 11. The Baylor uh, kind of looks down at you and says, Murdoch Obsidian has an ally in the material world. They plan on ripping open a hole into Pax Moradon and letting Azadon out. Fire erupts around the Baylor and he says, All this talk is cheap. I want nothing more than to destroy. And if I am not bound to a master who will make me tiptoe around this world, then I will burn it with my own two hands back to Alice 
It's going on the sixth turn. Uh, it seems like uh, the parlay that uh, Hannibal has kept going has been broken. Uh, uh, with telepathy, uh, you yourself heard in your head, automatically translated, that this thing plans on burning everything to the ground. Uh, and when he says everything, you feel like it means, like, everything in existence. Uh, it now has an aura of fire around it. Uh, even getting close to this thing does damage. Oh, good. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna swap out my weapons. And I'm gonna go... I'm gonna grab the bow with the silver arrows. Okay. And then I guess I'll, uh, I'll peek, peek my head out and, oh, I can't do much damage to it. Ugh. Can I defer my turn until after Hannibal's this round? Do you want to, like, prepare an action if Hannibal gets close, launch an arrow? Yes. Absolutely. You have an arrow ready to fly, depending on what Hannibal does. Uh, Thelonious, you know that, uh, the, uh, conversation has been ended. I uh, you don't know how easy it would be for him to get it going again. Uh, what would you like to do? Yeah, I'll attack it. Um, I'm going to do a level three scorching ray. Absolutely. That'll, that'll give me four rays to possibly shoot at him. Go right ahead. First one is a 17. Miss. Oh, shit. That's not going to do any better. That's a 13. Miss. Ah, that one is a 24. Oh, that's a hit. And that one's a 14. A miss. Good God. All right. That was... Ooh. That was not great. No, that was brutal. So that's only 2d6. Great. That's nine. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and use uh, some meta magic, though, because I'm not wasting any time here. Mm-hmm. And I'll do uh, a quicken spell so I can get a bonus action. Firebolt it? And I'll firebolt it. Yep. Go right ahead. And that is a 22. That's a hit. All right. So that's 2d10. So that might make up a little bit. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is uh, 17. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, you launch a barrage of fire rays at it that pierce it, and it takes fire damage, and you don't think it's entirely used to that. I. Uh, it seems not very happy with what you just did. Delonious. But I'm still in my defensive stance, right? Like hidden behind a shipping container? Defensive stance went away when you attacked, though you can get no, into the shipping am... container. Oh, I'll get in the shipping container. You duck into the shipping container, and in abyssal Hannibal, you hear, You think you have a mastery of fire? Hannibal, it's your turn. Uh, <laughs> he has locked uh, eyes onto the shipping container that uh, Thelonious is in. Uh, and does not seem perturbed by your presence at this point. What would you like to do? 
So if I get close to him, like how close would I have to be to not take fire damage? Uh, if you're him? within five feet of this thing, uh, you take yeah. fire damage. I'm within five feet. By the way, this uh, metal scaffolding uh, of the second floor is already starting to melt from the flames of this thing. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Um, so I'm not going to go up there and meet him. Uh, I'm comfortable here on the ground. We're going to stay there. Uh-huh. Um, we're on turn six, you said, correct? Yep. All right. All right. So I think I'm going to... I don't really have anything that's going to do a whole lot of damage to him. Um, I don't know, unless I use that fish trident. Um, (laughs) That stupid fish trident. Um, (laughs) I guess I'm going to... All right. Shit. All right. I'm going to back up 30 feet. From where I'm at. Is that, you said there's shipping containers around? Oh, yeah, there's a ton. All right. So I'm going to get into a shipping container that, no, I'm not going to get into a shipping container. I'm going to just back up 30 feet. I'm going to pull out my bow and I'm going to shoot it with some arrows that are not going to do much because they're not silver arrows. Gotcha. But you know what? Might as well. Uh, did you have any magic arrows? No. No. Okay, I, uh, I I couldn't remember if you guys got a hold of a batch of magic arrows uh, with all the treasure you had last. I don't believe we did. Do you guys remember us getting magic arrows? No, I have silver arrows, but... Well, if you guys didn't have it written down, it, you must not have gotten them. I must be crazy. No, I mean, I have all the stuff written down that we got, and magic arrows are not on the list. Gotcha. We have magic missiles. That was probably it. Oh, yeah, the Wand of Magic Missiles. Maybe that was what I was thinking of. Yeah. But um, but you said he's resistant to magic? Uh, resist magic in that he uh, has advantage on magic saving throws. Oh, okay. All right. Well. All right. Well, maybe we uh, hold on to that for a minute. What's the... We have the Necklace of Adaptation, the Trident of Fish... The Wand of yes. Magic Missiles. What was the other thing we had? The wand we got uh, Potions of Greater Healing was the other thing I had written down. Yeah. All right. I'll just we launch got that the arrow. Wand of Web. Wand of Web, right. Which shoots spider webs and mm-hmm. slows them down? I guess. D- depending. He resists magic, but uh, uh, if it hits, it, it could definitely uh, do so. All right. You know what? I'm just going to stick with the arrows for right now, and we just got to get through a couple more turns, and then we'll go from there. Sure thing. All right. Three arrows. That is a 21. Uh, is a hit. That is a 22. Also a hit. That is a natural 20. Wow. Uh, double damage on that one. All right. Give me a big pool of damage. Let me know what you get. Uh, 38. Okay. 
you launch a barrage of arrows. I. Uh, it seems resistant to him, but you did a fair amount of damage even with its resistance. Uh, so Thelonious and Hannibal, both of you uh, roll a d20 for me, and uh, let me know what you guys get. 16. 10. It teleports. <laughs> it oh, vanishes boy. and then appears at the shipping container that Thelonious has gone into. It uses its sword of lightning like a can opener and just like rends into the metal shipping container and just knocks a giant wall of it down so that it can see inside. It says uh, with tele uh, telepathy so that you can hear it uh, and understand it. Thelonious says, you would wield fire against me. You will die. Uh, roll a d20 for me. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's a one. Blood pours onto uh, uh, the Baylor. And it, like, hisses on its flesh with all the heat. And it just sort of rubs its head and then looks up and sees X319 devouring... Uh, Alizontalis. The Baylor looks up at the cannibalism happening above him in the air. What the hell is going on here? And that's his turn. That is turn seven, I believe. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. Uh, he seems to be going after Thelonious. It looks like he's just about there. He probably could have unleashed an attack. And, uh, it seems like he was distracted by, uh, the dripping blood and viscera of X319 eating his quarry. All right. I'm going to try to distract him from that. Uh, I'm going to cast a chromatic orb sure. with uh, acid. Acid, absolutely. Where did my dice go? And that is a 22. That's a hit. 8. In, ooh, 22. Acid splashes onto its side, and it hisses and boils uh, on its uh, flesh. And he glares over at you, Alice. He says, you miserable worm. Don't think I won't kill you first. Uh, Alice, anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, I think I'm going to duck back into the shipping container. <laughs> you duck into the shipping container. Uh, Thelonious. It's standing in front of you in the, the the wall that it tore down to the shipping container. The door is still there uh, off to the side. Uh, so there is feasibly an escape while he's slightly distracted. Yeah, I'm going to fucking escape. Uh, 30 feet, 60 feet, what you doing? Um, What's near me th at 30 feet? So somewhere uh, else I can hide within 30 feet? Let's see. Uh, roll a d20 for me. Like, I can teleport and open up things in the can opener. Is there really any place to hide? Yeah, 12. 
Uh, it looks like the next shipping container would be 60 feet away. Um. All right. It sounds like he might be more pissed at Alice at the moment, but I'm about to piss him off more. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of the shipping container. Uh-huh. Uh, and head towards another one. But I'm also going to use a level four blight. Absolutely. Uh, it has to make a uh, saving throw, right? Let me just double check, but I believe that is correct. Now, uh, do remember, uh, because you had a natural 20 uh, and know about Baylor's, it does have magic resistance, so it has advantage on this. Oh. Hmm. Well... What would that mean that it has advantage? It means I would roll twice and take the better result for its saving throw, so it's more likely to succeed in its saving throw. Okay, so that just means that it could... It would still take half, half damage. Yeah, still do half. All right, let me double check. It says if you target... Um, nope, that's not it. No, that's not it. Why am I not understanding what this says? The target must make a constitutional saving throw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Would you like to use it? Or half as much damage. Um, I, I don't really have a choice. I, I do magic, so... That's I fair. mean, I guess I could, I could do more Scorching Rays. It would be, yeah, if you do things that use a spell attack, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have that advantage, you know? It's up to you. You know what? All right, let's... I might, maybe I'll use it later. We'll do a level four Scorching Ray, because that'll give me five rays I can shoot at it. Then go ahead and uh, uh, launch away. Let me know what you get. Let's hope for the best here. That is a nine. That's a miss. That's a great start. Bad omen. That is a 22. That's a hit. That is a 13. Miss. Fuck this. 18. Miss. 14. Miss. Fuck this. Isn't it six at level four? And another 14. <laughs> Miss. Fucking wasted my time. And you're adding so that... in all your bonuses and stuff? Oh, yeah. I rolled like shit. Uh. So that's a whopping 2d6. Well, if it's any consolation, he's less inclined to attack you if you do less damage. And that's a whopping six damage. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and use my Quickened again and try to get another Firebolt at him. Go right ahead. Eleven. I'm afraid you miss. I just yell, fuck! Uh, I'll allow that as a free action. Right. Uh, Hannibal, it's your turn. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to back up 30 more feet. Not that it matters. Um, and launch three more arrows at him, I guess. Sure thing. That's a one. First of the day. First of the day is a mess. Yep. We're going to die today. Uh, that's 12. 
That's a miss. In, a, in an unnatural 20. That's a hit. Okay. We gotta die today. Yeah. Oh, you know what I can use? I can use. Uh, where is that? That precision. Menacing. What you doing? Uh, I'm gonna do distracting strike. I'll add that in. Sure thing. And uh, that means the next person gets advantage. Slick. And the damage on that is... Uh, uh, 15. Uh, 15 damage. Okay. Arrow uh, knocks into him. Uh, and it burns away. I. Uh, His turn. He teleports to Alice's container and once again just runs into it with his, uh, 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 you know, sword made of lightning. Uh, roll me a d20 uh, there, Alice. Uh, 17. The 17. He goes to raise the whip of fire at you. And then looks down and sees, uh, 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 Longinus. Yeah, thank you. Longinus Payne. And he says, oh, oh, good. My summoner. And he leans down and, uh, using, like, his, the nail on his pinky slices through the, uh, 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 the rope. And that's his turn. You guys have, uh, this is now the eighth turn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. It seems like he's in the process of freeing Longinus now that he has found him. Oh boy, do we kill Longinus before before he can get away? And summon well, another demon? keep in mind, yeah, that would summon another demon. Would it be the same as this thing? I would assume so. I'm going to assume that we get another one of these. But we're probably going to have to kill him at some point. Well, uh, make a religion check. I can maybe tell you a little more. Okay. Let's see. Is 18. He has certainly been cursed with the fact that when he dies, a demon will be summoned. Uh, You think that somebody like uh, Abraham Goldbeard would likely be able to remove something like that from him. Okay, so if we can get him out of here without him dying. Yeah, you, you think that him, him, it's not like he'll live till old age in prison and then suddenly a demon appears and, you know, tries to destroy <laughs> everything. You, you think there are ways around that. It's just, you know, without, like, you know, religious ceremonies and, and rituals and stuff, it, he has this ability on him. Okay, so it seems like our best bet is to try to take out the demon. And then steal Longinus. <laughs> also, you have advantage against this demon if you so choose to use it. Okay, I'm going to. By the way, the move. fire uh, has slowly died down as uh, he's come adjacent to Longinus. He's turned off his fire aura. Oh. 
Alright, for this turn, though, I'm going to move... I'm going to uh, use my cunning action to disengage. And uh, move 30 feet away, and then I'm going to blast him with another chromatic orb. Sure thing. Uh, using acid. Uh, you have advantage on this. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that first one was a 9. Uh, oh, unnatural 20. Uh, that is a hit. Okay, so that's 3d8. You'd think I'd remember that by now. Uh, 16 damage. All right. I, you, I launch another, uh, ball of acid at him. And the Baylor kind of like, as he's hunched over, just kind of glares at you. And he's like, once I'm done freeing this tiefling, I swear I will run you through with this sword of lightning. Okay, uh, Thelonious, your turn. Yeah, I'm going to do a level four blight. I'll roll. I'll have you take the chance here about whether or not you fail or not. Oh, yeah. I have to be the one to roll uh, because it's yeah. a saving throw. I Now, uh, uh, what is the range of blight? Because you have uh, him adjacent to... Uh, 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 Longinus. I think it only affects one target. Oh, is it just one target? Uh, it's 30 uh, creature feet. Of, yeah, a creature of his choice that he can see within range. Oh, perfect. Yep. And it's a constitution save? That is correct. And he has advantage. There is almost no way for him to fail this. He succeeds. All right. Well, it's still 4d8, four, four which is better than the bullshit I've been doing earlier. That's so. fair. That's why I went with it. Alright, 4D. And let me know what you got. 20. And that's uh, not been cut in half yet? No, because you only rolled 4. So I only I'm... rolled 4. Oh, you cut it in half yourself. I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you cast Blight, and you notice some of the moisture leave the demon's body, but uh, doesn't seem enough to deter it. Uh, Hannibal. Yes? It's your turn. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to tell me something. You're like, oh, crap. Hannibal, uh, bad things are happening. What would you like to do? Ooh. Um, I am going to... Mm-hmm. He no longer has his fire aura activated, uh, if you recall, too. Right. But if I get close, I could probably get close. Maybe he won't kill me. We'll maybe. maybe find out. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I guess I'll get close and uh, stab him three times. Go right ahead. And I'm going to use distracting strike. So at least the next part. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So with that natural 20, 
Uh, are are Baylor's smart? Baylor's are pretty slick. Yeah, they're intelligent. Are they wise? Uh, <laughs> they're everything. Shit. Okay. Well then. They're tough. They're strong. They're smart. They're charismatic. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they don't have a weakness. Okay. Do they have advantage on wisdom saving throws? If it's from magic, yes. If it's not magic, then no. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. So then what is my saving throw here? Would be... Would be 8 plus 16, it would be. All right. We'll, we'll try it. We're going to try a menacing attack. All right. If he if he fails, he's frightened until my next turn. Oh, I want this to succeed so bad. Uh, well, let's give it a shot. Uh, All right. First, I have to attack and hit him. So, I got three shots to do that. Okay. Uh, okay. So, twenty three. That's a hit. A uh, twenty five. That's a hit. And a 24. Also a hit. Uh, give right. me damage. And then it's a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Now he doesn't so have advantage because it's not magic. Uh, but he does have a pretty hefty bonus to wisdom. Plus uh, 33 damage. And is that a magic weapon or silver? Yeah, silver. Okay. I. He got a fifteen. <laughs> I needed a sixteen. I uh, kudos. I uh, he got a six on the dice and had a plus nine. <laughs> You stab at him three times, and the Baylor angrily turns to you and then says, I know who you are. You're one of those Templetons, aren't you? They also call me Demon Breaker, bitch. The Baylor does not act and just sort of seems flabbergasted by the fact that there is a Templeton in his presence. Uh, let me make a roll for Longinus. Doesn't wake up. Another roll for something else going on in the room. And, uh, Alice, it's your turn. So, uh, refresh me real quick. What does frightened mean? Uh, frightened means that, uh, uh, it tries to move away from you. Uh, on its turn. In this case, it's stuck in the uh, shipping container, and so it's basically just backed into a uh, corner right now. Okay. So it lost its turn. Okay. So we're on turn 10, then? Uh, yep. Alice, it's your turn. Uh, you've uh, you don't feel like the Baylor has been taking this very seriously, but you think that with his uh, uh, fright at Hannibal being a Templeton, 
you got a nasty feeling in the pit of your gut that whatever this thing wants to do, it's going to start lashing out as hard as it can. Okay. Uh, I, f- I feel like we go, we go all, all, all in on one, one move here. Uh, so can I, am I able to drop? Cause if I drop my bow, that's just like a free action, right? Yep. Um, oh, then drawing the, would drawing the rapier be my, my bonus action then? Uh, no, I, I, a drawing a weapon and attacking with it all counts as an action. Okay. So I could conceivably drop my bow uh, grab the rapier, uh, bonus action, a shadow blade, and attack it with both weapons. So long as shadow blade's still going, yeah. Sweet. All right, then uh, let's do. Because yeah, I can do. I can make a bonus action to make it reappear in my hand. Oh, then yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and uh, attack. You dart out of the container that you're. Uh, uh, that you had ran away from. You move back to it as the demon is now stuck inside flabbergasted at uh, 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 Hannibal and go to stab it. Okay. First one is... Ooh, natural 20 on the, uh, on the first one. And 18 on the second one. Miss. <sighs> but the uh, natural 20 is doubled, so dumb it, double all that damage dice. Plus, I'm right next to it, too. Sneak attack. Oh, boy. So does that get doubled as well? Like the whole, just the whole pool? Okay, here we go. Good start. This is, this is going to be a big one, I would imagine. Get the abacus out. (laughs) 28. Uh... 34 and then doubled, so 68. Damn. You stab into the uh, Baylor hard. Thelonious, it's your turn. Okay. Um, let's do a level three. Level three what? Um, we'll do level three Scorching Ray. So give me four of them and let's hope for the better. Go ahead and uh, fire away. Right, fuck this. Twelve. Miss. Oh my god. Eleven. Miss. What are you rolling on? Are you rolling I, on? I'm rolling on bullshit. That's what I'm rolling on. Oh. Another five, so that's a 12. Oh, miss. Good lord, your luck has been horrendous. An 11. Another barrage of rays go wide. Smashing into the container. I'm just drunk over here, guys. Don't worry. Hannibal, it's your turn. So the next turn is turn 10, right? Uh, that's what it seems. Or this to be. is yep. turn So will Annabelle be ready then? You're not sure. 
All right. So I guess I will do. I kind of want to back up so I'm not standing right next to this thing when he jacks up his flames again. Although he can teleport and come and hit me if he wanted to, couldn't he? True. So it's really not going to matter at that point. All right. I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to do a distracting strike to at least give the next person advantage. Go right ahead. On their hits. So I'm going to attack three times. That is a 24. Hit. That is a 10. Yes. That is a 26. Hit. And I've got... That is... Uh, 26. Uh, 26 damage. You stab into the Baylor. And with telepathy, the Baylor's voice reaches out to you guys. It appears I underestimated you. I had no idea that the enemies of Murdoch Obsidian were Templeton were a Templeton and his allies. I'm going to kill you now and make sure that Murdoch Obsidian is able to summon forth Azadon into this world. He goes to lash out with the Sword of Lightning on you, uh, Hannibal. Uh... He hits you, and uh, are, you sh- are you sure he hits me? You sure? He hit a twenty-nine to get you. I'm pretty, I'm pretty tough. The whip of fire goes against Alice, and gets a twenty-eight and hits. Okay. Good thing I'm sucking ass because he wasn't interested in me. Well, you're gonna have to save both of our asses and revive at least one of us, probably both. He's not done rolling. He's still rolling. That's oh, that's not good. He's still I. You each take twenty damage. I uncanny dodge. <laughs> Alice tries to jump back in order to get away from some of that damage. Lightning crackles into your flesh, Hannibal. And the demon says. I will not suffer a Templeton to continue existing and foiling my... And he looks up. And with the advantage that you've given him, Annabelle casts Demon Armageddon. And with a flash of white light, the Baylor just puts his hands up and goes, No, not this way and then vanishes in a flash of light bloody and with black scales to fade into the darkness x319 says well it can't be all bad that i've gotten this spell wouldn't you say investigators i'm not gonna complain right now that's for sure thanks No, no, thank you. 
if indeed these miserable demon worshippers are going to be a thorn in my side, I'd rather just destroy them too. Okay. Now tell me, investigators, do you plan to give me the piece of armor you have now, or are we waiting for the grand time when Pyralis gives me her two pieces? Oh, we're gonna wait. Well, that is the deal we had. Yeah, don't we'll worry, we'll on. come through. We want to make sure you don't get double-crossed by Pyralis. In the Dragon District, in two days. I'll be there in the center of the district, waiting for Pyralis to appear. We'll be there. We'll see you there. Do keep in mind that if you decide not to give me the piece of armor, I will kill you before I kill her. That's fair enough. It has been fun, investigators. You do... always just have the damnedest way of making things interesting. He says, good day. And... Uh, X319, with one bound, jumps to the uh, front of the uh, building, slides the uh, shipping container that he moved there away, and then blasts up and bursts out of the ceiling, and then is gone. How's, uh, how's Longinus doing? Where's my demon? All right, All right we should probably subdue him. We should Where's subdue him again. Demon? Where's my demon? Oh, he's, he's dead. dead. We killed it. <laughs> All right, I want to knock him out again. And you, boom, and Longinus passes out and goes. <laughs> All right, we need to get him to the, I, I don't know, uh, the we, jail. Should we check the office first to make sure we're not missing anything? Oh, yeah, let's definitely look around, but we should certainly... Uh... Yeah, we definitely need to get him to the jail before he accidentally yeah. gets killed. As uh, you guys are are going to the office, you uh, uh, hear shouting from the front uh, that the town guard has arrived. Ah. Calls for surrender, calls for, uh, uh, you know, to, to lay down your arms, and you see... Uh, uh, the sheriff, uh, Orvalt Stonepike, come in. He says, what the hell is going on in here? Orvalt, well, it's a really long story. Yeah. But, uh, I don't think you're going to, I don't think you're going to like a lot of this. He says, oh, there's blood every, oh my lord. And uh, Orvalt uh, wants to know what happened. Do you want to give him a rundown? Yeah, we'll give up. We'll just yeah. give him yeah, basic rundown of what happened when we got here. We saw demons oh, kill, we kill Elizontalus. We saw uh, got to tell him that uh, Hank and Longinus are responsible for yeah. all this bullshit. We, we're not going to tell him about the deal we made with <laughs> no. I didn't think yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he takes Longinus from you, and uh, they get the bodies of Hank Pendlegrass out of here, and he says. Well, we'll be uh, getting uh, Mr. Goldbeard to uh, take a look into that curse. I don't need him biting his tongue off and uh, bringing a demon out on us. We'll be careful. Uh, he says, uh, uh, if we could take a look around, I'd 
greatly appreciate it. And if there's anything you think I should know, then all the better. Investigation checks, the three of you. Unnatural 20. Well, I'm glad you got that. I got a six. Ooh. Ten. With a uh, six and a ten, you guys do find uh, some gold. Uh, <laughs> Not that we need it at this point. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you find uh, uh, 183 gold. Okay, hey, that could come in handy. We could use some potions. Sure. That's, that's fair. I. Uh, and then I... Uh, I, Alice, uh, go ahead and roll me a uh, D100. Hey, Theo, why don't you just hold on to that 183 gold? Uh, uh, 39. Uh, let's see. Uh, you find uh, uh, some paperwork that uh, the demon worshippers had been using, and yeah, it has Hank and Longinus's names pretty much all over it. This is the evidence that Orvalt would need to make sure to convict Longinus. I. Uh, as for uh, other things, though, uh, let's see if. Uh, you would also find uh, a suit of armor. Uh, that looks really demonic. Oh, good. Uh, with identify, I can tell you more. Uh, let's, we'll do that when we get back to the... Sure thing. Uh, so yeah, you find evidence of the their demon dealings. Uh, and aside from that, you find uh, that uh, uh, there is a note from Murdoch Obsidian. And it seems to be written to one of the others here. And it says, I have made contact with the one of my dreams. She will help us tear open a hole into Pox Moradon and release our master. Once she does so, her life is forfeit. Well, I think well, I know who that's about. Um, so I give uh, Orvalt the the paperwork that I found. He thanks uh, you. With, uh, he does not. He, he doesn't uh, ask about the suit of armor. As you take the like suit of demonic armor, he goes, uh, is it? Sure. All right. Yeah, it's all yours. <laughs> thanks, Orvalt. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to want this. He says, I don't know that you'll want it, but uh, hey, uh, help yourself. <laughs> It's uh, probably safer in our hands than anyone else's at this point. He says, you're probably right. Uh, the governor's going to have a fit. Yeah. He yeah, says, he is. Uh, take care getting home. We will. Thank you, Orval. And are you guys heading to the Mare Oh, yeah. I think I think it's time for a sleep. <laughs> and you guys in the early afternoon are just dead tired. You've had a hell of a day. And you guys traipse across town. And as you uh, uh, arrive, did you send uh, uh, Maxwell out to do anything? I don't remember. No, he was we recuperating, right? Yeah, he was still. Yeah. You see Maxwell and uh, 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 
Fritz outside of the Mertiel Auberge, and they both kind of look sort of hesitant to, like, go inside. What's going on, guys? Uh, you have a visitor? And Fritz says, he knew you by name. I, I did not want to turn him away, though I probably would have, to be perfectly honest. Uh, did he say who he was? He says, uh, yes, he sounded rather important. Uh, well, he stressed that he was very important. But what was the name? Where are they? Mucklord Blogzak will not be made to wait! And that's oh, where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.